The consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic are real in San Diego. The city now projects it will lose about $300 million in tax revenue by next summer. San Diego used $248 million in federal virus relief money last spring to close a budget shortfall and now may have to make emergency budget cuts. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Nina Guerin, and this is your San Diego News Fix. David Garrick, you're the San Diego Union Tribune City Hall reporter, and you've been following this story. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. So a report came out yesterday that estimates San Diego will lose about $300 million in tax revenue by next summer. Can you explain what this means? Well, it means a lot of things. I mean, the, the reason it's happening is the primary reason is that there's fewer conventions and fewer people visiting San Diego. San Diego is one of the cities in the county, in the region, in the state, in the world that's most reliant on tourism revenue. You know, we have so many people from all over the globe who come to visit San Diego, to see, to take rides on the Coronado Ferry and to do all the th things that tourists do, go to see the zoo, see world, all that. So, uh, you know, we're being hit a lot harder than most other cities. Uh, and so it's leaving a giant crater in the city's budget. And uh, I think if you're an average, ordinary San Diegan, you have to wonder what this is going to do to hours at libraries, hours at recreation centers, tree trimming, all the services you expect to get from the city. Well, it says that there will be a $48 million loss in hotel revenue. Um, can you explain how this particularly affects everyday San Diegans? We don't normally think about hotels and going to hotels if we live here, right? Right. Well, a big chunk of San Diego's, San Diego has this big pool of money every year they spend. It's about $1.6 billion a year. About half of that comes from property taxes from, you know, homeowners and property owners. But other big key elements are sales tax, like what you pay at a restaurant or when you buy a car, right? And then hotel tax. All these tourists, when they stay in a hotel room, at the bottom of their bill, there's a 10.5% tax there saying that they pay in addition. And that the theory behind that is that they're using our streets. They're playing on public tennis courts. They're, they're you know, the police are there to protect them. And so they're paying in to get that protection. And there's fewer of them right now, so there's less money. And, uh, but the city treats all the money as one big pile of money. And so the big pile of money is going to be smaller next year. And that leaves a question about what the city's going to do. As I reported, city finance officials say they're not really ready to decide how they're going to handle it yet. Okay. Um, before we do talk about how the city will react, let's just talk about why it's happening. At, uh, like people just aren't coming ho to hotels because of the pandemic. Is that right? The pandemic is obviously the, 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 the key reason, but there's two elements to it. One is there are still people from Los Angeles and other areas coming for weekends in San Diego. In fact, there's speculation that maybe that's a little bit on the rise, right? Because they can't go anywhere else, yeah. right? Right. But what we're really losing, about 30% of San Diego's tourism business is conventions and people coming for large group events, right? And okay. Comic-Con uh, and a million other things like that. Those are all gone. And they're not coming back anytime soon. Uh, and when the city adopted its budget in June, for fiscal year starts July 1st and runs through the following June 30th, when the city adopts its budget in June, it assumed that convention business would come back in November. At the time, in June, things were starting to open back up. It seemed like a reasonable guess. Now it looks like it's going to be March. That's that extra 48 million bucks, right? So that they're, they're, they've increased their estimate of how much they're going to lose because they've increased, they've, they've delayed their estimate of when conventions are going to come back. 
Okay, that makes sense. Um, and so, do you know on in like a normal year how much San Diego brings in from hotel taxes and things like about that? About two hundred and seventy million dollars. So uh, that's a big chunk. I think I told you that the city's budget is one point six billion. So it's almost one fifth, one sixth of it is from hotel tax dollars, right? And for this coming fiscal year, they're estimating that it will be $120 million. So that's $150 million. That's like 55 some some percent like that, just gone. Um, so it's a huge, more than half of it is going to be gone during this fiscal year. They're guessing. Could be worse. Could, maybe things won't come back in March. Right now, that's their best guess. right? And it could be a little bit better. Maybe something will happen that we're not anticipating, a vaccine in November. I, I, I don't know. But that's their best guess at the moment. Wow. Um, San Diego already received over $200 million in federal relief. Did that help the city out at all? It helped the city out enormously. The, city, the budget that they passed in June for this year wouldn't have been, they would have never been able to balance it without that money. There was a proposal at one point, Mayor Faulkner said, maybe Mayor Kevin Faulkner said, maybe let's go through, the city has about $200 million in reserves. He said, maybe let's go through like $80 million in reserves just so we can keep firefighters in firehouses and we can keep you know, the city functioning. Uh, but then that 248 million came from federal relief, right? It was part of that giant, like a trillion dollar national uh, relief fund that uh, supplied a lot of other cities and a lot of other things. Uh, anyway, and so that helped the city balance its budget. But that was just for this coming year, right? But there's obviously there's continuously talk in Washington about subsequent relief packages. If another one of those comes, maybe San Diego won't be in as dire situation. It's another reason why city officials say they're not really ready to propose a series of emergency budget cuts. Normally, and, and when like back in the 2008-2009 recession, cities were doing emergency budget cuts because they knew it was happening and there was no there was no miracle on the horizon. Here there's potentially a miracle on the horizon because the feds might come th through and say, here's another 300 million. Okay. Well, I think that's what people really do want to know. Will there be budget cuts and where would those cuts be if so? Right. You know, in the past, the city has always tried to stay away from public safety. So the last resort is to cut police and fire. Typically, libraries get cut first, parks, recreation centers, you know, those kind of things. Um, that's, that's typically what they've done in the past. So I would guess that they would go the same direction. But they do have very healthy reserves. So it'll probably be a combination of we'll use some reserves. And, and when people get nervous about using reserves, trust me, reserves are built for a pandemic like this. That's why you have reserves for something really unforeseen and really big. So I understand no one ever wants to spend reserves, but this does seem like an appropriate time to consider spending reserves. This was unanticipated, out of control. No, no one screwed up. It's not like the city made bad investments. No one knew this was coming. So it does seem like reserves will probably be a key part of the solution. And then maybe some cuts and then maybe lay off some staff in certain areas. That would probably be the way they go. But again, if there's a federal relief package, maybe they won't have to do anything. Okay. Um, and as a parent, it seems like the recreation centers are closed anyway. So, Well, that's another factor, too. The city is saving some money because stuff is closed. But a lot of city employees have been redeployed to help, like, with the homeless people in the convention center. And so it doesn't really save the city, you know, as much money because they're still paying their workers, even though those workers are maybe doing less. And I'm not trying to criticize them and say they're doing less, but you know what I mean, it, their, their roles have changed since the pandemic began. Got it. Um, so you said that maybe people will start 
um, doing the conventions in March, do you think they'll start staying in local hotels again? Or like, is there good news for hotels? Um, I, you know, I, I think that that's the, the guess. The guess is that let's say that the pandemic dies down in December, January, or a vaccine is in place. You, you don't like schedule a convention five minutes later. Those have to be planned. People have to schedule, right? So the thought would be in March or April that the conventions would come back. And then those sell so many hotel rooms. Yes, it's great that people from Los Angeles and other parts of California and Phoenix come here and stay for the weekend. And that does generate hotel tax revenue. But the amount of rooms that a giant convention fills is just really shocking. My colleague, Lori Weisberg, writes about that. And she's written stories in recent weeks about just how devastating this has been. They threw out a number yesterday that San Diego lost 380,000 hotel room nights. So 380,000 instances where someone would have rented a hotel room and paid the tax vanished. I mean, that's just a huge, huge number uh, Keep in mind, though, the first two months, even people from Los Angeles weren't coming. First right. two months, everyone was in lockdown. Since then, hotels have revived with what they call sort of local travel as opposed to worldwide travel or convention travel. There was a night when our house got so hot that we considered going to a hotel for air conditioning. And I actually could not find like a decent priced room because they were all full. It was Labor Day weekend, so maybe right. that's why. But I do see, you know, locals and more community people going to the hotels for staycations <laughs> we can't fly no, anywhere. I think it does vary by neighborhood too. I mean, Lori has talked a little bit about that and I, I don't know this, but my guess is the ones right near the convention center, those hotels are probably struggling more with the occupancy rates than ones in other areas. Like if you're right on mission Bay, a mission Bay is pretty much the same as it was a year ago. I mean, there's your social distancing, right? But the, the amenities right there, Whereas if you were coming to stay downtown to go to the gas lamp and go to a convention, you're not going to stay in that hotel because there is no convention and the gas lamp is kind of dead, right? Right. Yeah. So do we have any optimistic news? In your article, it says that the city received an additional $12 million in federal relief funds. Is that good? That's good. Uh, those are all CDBG funds or community development block grants. They go to low-income areas. I don't believe the city has decided how to deploy those, but... This is definitely a moving you know, picture, but the council wanted this update. The city council wanted this update because they want to be on top of this, right? They don't want to all of a sudden find out in February, oh my God, we have a $300 million hole in our budget. What are we going to do? So I think it's important for them to stay vigilant and, and to keep ahead of it. But like the city staff pointed out, the fiscal year started July 1st. So we're not even one quarter into it, right? So it's a little early to start like cutting and, and panicking or whatever you want to call that. But it's important to keep uh, your eye on it. And as time goes on, it's possible in the winter, it'll be obvious that there's no way that this budget is going to work and that maybe they do need to make some emergency cuts. Okay. Well, it sounds like we'll be talking about this again. Um, David Garrick, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me.